0: Hey, welcome to our first episode of Two Voice Devs. I'm Mark Tucker. And I'm Alan Furstenberg. And we've talked quite a bit, Alan, haven't we, about doing something like this, and we're finally doing it.
1: You know, it seems like every week we're saying to each other, we really need to, you know, sit down and record a session where we're just talking to each other, and I think we're finally doing it.
0: Yeah, no, we met, um, I guess, a couple of voice conferences ago for the first time, and then we we actually chatted a lot more at, uh, Last project, voice, and and then now with Voice Lens, a lot more. It, it seems
1: like we're talking every week, you know.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I kind of felt like I found uh, a, a brother. I'm down here in Arizona, um, Southwest, and
1: uh, and I'm up here in the Northeast in New York. So you know, in some ways we're completely opposite, and in some ways we're strikingly similar.
0: Yeah, no, ex- exactly. So I'm a Alexa champion and also Bixby premier developer. I got started in voice. Uh, 2016
1: and I'm a Google developer expert uh, for a number of Google technologies including uh, the assistant but I got started in voice back when I was a a GDE for Google Glass when we were you know just just experimenting with these sorts of things
0: so it's we've got some varied um, I guess experience but uh, we're just two guys uh, talking about voice uh, technology voice devs I do have to tell you a story. So when we talked about this on Saturday, I added a, uh, a an appointment to my calendar. So I told Alexa to add two voice devs. And so what what I ended up getting was uh, like the word two, like I'm addressing it, and then two voice doves. So I guess we are peacefully um, sharing, talking about voice technology, cross-platform stuff um, so that... Uh,
1: and, and, know, that's not like, can exist. and that's not like two turtle doves. So, no, no.
0: I, yeah. I don't know. Just, just two voice <laughs> doves was what I got. So I guess uh, two voice doves, two voice doves, whatever.
1: Sounds good. So, you know, I, I think in the future, we're just going to be talking about whatever, whatever sorts of voice stuff we've been running across in the past week. What sorts of things do we want to kick it off with?
0: Well, uh, one of the things that, that came out of uh, Alexa Live last week was Quick Links, and that's a very hot topic. Um, I was so going yeah.
1: to say, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about it. I'm not sure anything else has gotten quite the same amount of conversation as the Quick Links have.
0: Yeah, well, that's interesting because Google's had Action Links for a while now, haven't they?
1: Not only have they had Action Links for a while now, and, and uh, maybe we'll talk about this a little more, under the most recent changes, the action links have disappeared. So they're not currently available Mm -hmm. for some actions,
0: which is Well, that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, okay, well, yeah, let's get into it. Do you wanna talk a little bit about action links first?
1: So so action links were, I don't even know when exactly they were first released. They were um, promoted as a way to kind of uh, increase discovery, solve some of the discovery problems. And from the action console, you would be able to create uh, an action link that either pointed to the main action or pointed to what Google refers to as a, as a deep link. So any, any way that you invoke the action currently, you'd be able to have this link that goes directly into it. And some of those actions you can include as part of that parameters that would be sent to the actions or parameters that would um, be included for marketing purposes, you know, the, the standard UTM parameters. So it's pretty clear they were, they were looking at this in terms of, well, how do, how do we have links currently working for advertising campaigns, and how can we do the same sorts of things for, for, for this? Uh, and those were launched, uh, I guess it was a couple of years ago now, uh, and work fairly well with Dialogflow, like uh, actions that have been developed with Dialogflow.
0: This is so that you can go from like a mobile app or web. Um, social media wherever you have a link and be able to open up an action is that correct
1: yeah that's it exactly
0: all right so what happens what's what what does it look like so when you when you click on one of those links and, and on the phone or you click on one of those links and you're on the web what what happens so
1: in some ways it depends on exactly where you're um you're clicking on it from and exactly what it's doing so in general, what's going to happen is it'll bring up a page that shows all of the possible devices that you have or an Android phone in general. So, you know, anything that you've got linked to your account, uh, you click on that and it'll, you know, you'll suddenly start hearing your speaker talk to you kind of out of thin air. Um, or you'll, if you sent it to a, a the mobile device, it'll pop up a notification that says continue the conversation here or start a conversation, I think is what it says. Okay, so well, that sounds so how, good. So how similar is that to what Quick Links are doing?
0: Well, so what Quick Links is, um, and, and Quick Links and custom task links are, are, they're both, I guess, different variations of Quick Links, uh, but like with Quick, Quick Links, you don't have to do anything at all to use them today. You can just take this special URL format and the Alexa skill ID that is unique to your skill and uh, just you know, craft a URL and start passing that around everywhere. Um, So no, you know, it's very friction-free you can get started today if you have a Alexa skill You can just create quickly create a quick link to that, but it's it's um, Direct directly to the just the launch of it And you can't pass any if you if you do just a plain vanilla quick link Then you can't pass any parameters and nothing with marketing nothing. No deep link Um, That's interesting.
1: So you can't even include UTM parameters in it.
0: So with a with a you know, just a vanilla quick link, you can't. Hmm. But with a custom task, then what they've done is that you can then add on to that URL, um, the name of a task, a specific version of that task. It doesn't even have to be like an intent name. Um, And then any parameters that you want to to pass that to that uh, custom task. Now, custom tasks are a little bit different in the fact that you have to actually go in. Well, one, it's in preview mode, so you have to get accepted to the preview. (laughs) And then... Um, you have a special task definition file, which is in like Open API format, that defines your one um, like REST endpoint, basically of what parameters you're passing and what the types are. Oh, so then, you, so you have to I, you have to register, and that uh, that somehow gets registered up and associated with your skills so that when the Alexa service or whatever is doing its thing. Um, then it can go ahead and pass it, pass those parameters along. Um, so, uh, interesting that it's you. And then you have to code your um, your skill to take in that um, as one of the. When you get the request in, you need to you know stiff the request and see if it's a custom task link, and then and then do its thing. So, um, it's interesting that. Uh, on the action link side that it's it's definitely you need to either launch the action or deep link into a specific intent Uh, with this you deep link into a task and a task could really be anything it could be an intent that you've got or not an intent i guess
1: now what is a task in the alexa world what is this something that existed before or this is no brand brand new new thing
0: thing. yeah so yeah so in the you know it's it's uh, a versioned and I, and it 's interesting that you pass a version number two, so I guess yeah. you could have um, some task that is versioned and that accepts different parameters and um, but basically, you accept that this task happens, and then you could turn around and, and relay that off to a specific intent and passing any of the variables that you pass along um, like slot values um, would be if you were filling a slot value for an yeah. intent for for a deep invocation. Um, so that, that there's just some some interesting things on the uh, on the approach um, that they took. In some ways, I think it's a little bit more flexibility, uh, but more complexity. And 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 right now, you have to do this all with command line. There's nothing built into the Alexa Developer Console that allows you to do that. Whereas all the action stuff happens right in the in the Actions Console, right? Well,
1: yeah, it happens. Well, uh, part of it is that it happens in the Action Console, and that's why it's not currently available under the latest version. Um, Although you don't really need to in a lot of ways. Once you've enabled it, uh, a lot of it is, you know, you just use the, the action ID and you can craft the URL similarly. Um, I'm most interested in this, this notion of a task though, because it, yeah. like, it sounds like once you have a task, who knows what they could do with it in the future? So you know, right now we think of things in terms of being invoked from a, a link or sorry, a task being invoked from a link. What if this task gets invoked by, you know, other, you know, well, anything else, you know, any other kind of event? That's an interesting notion.
0: Yeah, there there is already this concept of uh, skill connections where you can have one skill call another skill. So like you could be in the middle of, uh, I don't know, the custom skill that I wrote, and we want to reach out to to OpenTable to reserve a table, or. To you know, Lyft or Uber to schedule a ride or you know whatever, um, so they already have this concept of being able to pass some functionality off to another skill and then wait for that functionality to happen and then go back to your skill. So I'm wondering if that if that could be um, linked up. Um, let's talk a little bit about the marketing side because uh, yeah. you know, Google Analytics has you know, uses the, the UTM, right? The urchin, old urchin parameters that you can pass in, like where, what website is it coming from? What campaign mm-hmm. are you part of? What was the exact thing that you clicked on or or whatnot? Um, there is, I, I guess, a concept of this along with the the uh, custom task links, because you have to do a custom task in order to do the marketing parameters. Any type of parameters at all is, uh, is called a custom task quick link. Um, so, there is a special A to Z underscore ref uh, parameter that you can pass in. And uh, and then there's a new um, uh, item that shows up on the analytics dashboard that is quick links. So it seems like that value is gonna be passed directly in there and you'll be able to start getting analytics um, as far as what was it that invoked your Yeah, skill. based on the origin. Yeah. But it's it's just one value, so you would have to like you know switch in what website, what link, what campaign, all into one string. Um, but uh, but yeah, you, you could do that. Yeah.
1: No. That and it also sounds like it'll make it so that they can add more parameters later as they get you know, if they start seeing a need for it. But that's you know, certainly um, possible.
0: Yeah. So th- it's interesting the 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 intermediate screen that you get when you um, select which device that you want. Oh yeah, so you it.
1: get the same sort of thing.
0: Yeah, we get the same sort of thing. If it is a custom task, it actually shows you which parameters and values that you're passing. So you, as a as a, a user, you know, customer, could see what information I'm passing along. Very interesting. Um, so that so that is interesting. But that eight that special A to Z uh, ref parameter is hidden. It's it, it, it's that's what one thing that's not included <laughs> on there. It's because it's just but. If I were to pass anything else along with that, then um, then you know it, it would show up. But interestingly, um, I've got you know multiple devices, you know um, Alexa devices included, and not all my Alexa devices showed up on that intermediate um, screen. So it,
1: which one? Which ones did and which ones didn't? I'm curious because so,
0: so it seems like oh. the standard Echo Echo dot Echo Show um, devices did show up. Uh-huh. but my phone didn't show up. I have uh, an Echo Flex. Um, I've got, uh, um, what else was there? Oh, I've got a, like a Fire TV Cube and a Fire tablet. N- none of those showed up. Uh, on my phone itself, yeah.
1: Interesting. My my phone showed up on mine when I went and tested it, as well as several other devices that I, I don't remember when I disconnected them years ago. Um, but what didn't show up for me were any of my smart displays.
0: Which, oh, that's interesting. None of your hubs?
1: Not, my, my hub and the, uh, the Lenovo device that I have didn't show up, which, which I found interesting that those were the only two that I, didn't re- that I couldn't find on the list.
0: Now, um, we, we did a little experiment over the, the weekend, so I unplugged my Echo device, my Echo Show that was showing up. It took about 10 minutes for the Alexa app to recognize it as being offline, and once it did, then it didn't show up in that intermediate list anymore.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: So it uh, seems like uh, maybe uh, Google site else. it's showing things that are still offline, but uh, on but registered. On so, so here's the thing:
1: the ones that you plugged it, that you unplugged, did they still show up as registered in your Alexa app?
0: Yeah, it still showed up as okay. a as a device. It was just offline.
1: Interesting. No, I think these. I think action, I think action links and quick links are going to be really. Um, I'm really interested to see how people start using them. I know one of the things that we talked about before Quick Links were announced, we're using Action Links in an action to launch other actions. Oh, and, yeah. know, we, we talked about that a little bit and never, never really fleshed it out a lot because there were, there were issues in trying to do so. Um, so I'm curious to see if we start seeing the same sorts of things tested and explored and see what people start to do with them. And you know, if we start seeing things like you know, if you like this action, try out our other action. Here's the link.
0: Oh, that, yeah, that's interesting. So, um, um, one thing I'm thinking of before I get to that, just to mention on the Bixby side of things, since I've you know got my finger oh, yeah. in that that pie as well. Nothing that I know of exists right now for that would be equivalent. Um, but you know, they're coming. They're starting to come out with more and more devices. So mm-hmm. I think uh, that will be something that we look forward to. Um, but as far as usage for quick links, action links, um, it is interesting. So obviously marketing is, is, is top of mind. Um, yeah. th- I think that's an obvious usage, f- uh, for it so that you can track, uh, where your marketing's working and how, how are you driving track, uh, traffic to your, your voice experiences. Right. So I think that's obvious. Um, what things aren't, um, as obvious would be you know what how would you use that as a developer, and how would you use that for user created content um, yeah so what if, what if you have some sort of an experience as a developer and you want to get into um, you know right into a tutorial or something else like that to get somebody started then you could deep link them right into that from from that experience um, but what if you had um, i don't know maybe a something that had a playlist so you have a list of uh, things and maybe you can control that playlist via the web but listen to them on your on your mm-hmm. device you could quickly link right into a specific uh, you know
1: yep i i audio can al- file or- I can also picture these these hybrid social models you know we saw twitter starting to experiment with with audio well mm-hmm. what if now you know as part of every tweet or you know um there was also this link that linked into the Twitter voice action and continued right on that tweet and could now play the audio for you from there.
0: Oh, well, that is interesting because um, a lot of you know, companies that are experimenting with uh, voice experiences are you know, information more about your company, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you could start adding some specific content and then using that as a link on your social media, that would then not only invoke your, um, you know, your voice app, but then also play that content. So that it's a way of driving uh, usage, or even sometimes first usage. Uh, sometimes it can be really confusing on Alexa um, to start a skill because in some cases you can say "Open," you know, whatever the name of your skill is, um, but other times that doesn't work or doesn't work for the initial period. I don't know. I'm still. It's weird because I'm Alexa champion. I still don't understand all the <laughs> what, there, why it's doing what it's doing. But sometimes you have to say... Lot to,
1: there's a lot to, to, you know, to get your head around, isn't there, sometimes? I know there yeah. is on the
0: Google side.
1: Well, and I think uh,
0: some of us I'm just not even told. So like uh, sometimes why do I have to say, Alexa, enable XYZ skill? So I have to use the enable, my uh, invocation phrase and skill the first time to enable it and then I can say open the skill name without having skill in the end to then invoke it after it's enabled the initial time. So um, I can see where like in documentation or to, to, uh, to get the skill oh, yeah. uh, started for the first time, it's just a deep link
1: That's that amazing. I'm hoping,
0: I haven't tried it with a skill yet that I don't, um, I haven't, you know, I don't have a quick link for a skill that I haven't already installed yet. Um, but it would be interesting if that just drives you right in and it, and it, it, it enables it and starts you off right at the experience. That would, that would smooth the you know, transition, the welcome doc for, you know, for partners and things that we're working with. How do they get this out to their customers? Um, so maybe a quick link would be a, a good way to get them to enable the skill for the first time as friction-free as possible.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot of potential all around. The more, you know, it, it what worries me is that in the middle of this conversation, I thought of at least two more ways that I could use it. And I now somehow need to find the time to test them out and see if they work. And, yeah, another, and, and get them, you know, and, and try to convince somebody to get them, you know, to, to catch up with action builders. So it'll
0: work with them. Yeah. So what's interesting, another five, the, about on the user initiating side, let's say I'm playing a game and I've got to a certain level. What if I was able to create a save point, which mm-hmm. then was a text message to me of a quick link that's deep linked into a specific, with a specific code, so then I could share that with my friends and they could play, replay that same level or: Oh yeah, experience no, something that I ex- just barely experienced.
1: Or, or listen to it as the instant replay.
0: So you know yes. if it, Oh yeah.
1: You know that's a great way to be able to you know, to have a, a saved game and then watch or listen to this, the game that you had just saved.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and then, and then you can start sharing that around um, with friends, and that's a way of uh, increasing you know, discoverability, yep. engagement, all kinds of things.
1: All, there's all sorts of potentials that we can do with, with this sort of thing. I think it's, it's a really, it's, one of the nice things I like about the platforms is when they deliver us uh, a tool, and they may have one idea for how they want the tool to be used, but then, you know, as developers, we take that that uh, tool and run with it, and do all sorts of exciting things with it. And I think this is one of those tools that we can do all sorts of exciting things with.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I'm I'm excited about them and uh, just you know itching to to try some different things out and see how they go and and see what other people are doing. I'm I'm hoping that other people come up with ideas that will just blow my mind too.
1: Yep, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well. Alan, I think I think we've talked a lot about this topic. Um if you guys can um reach out to us if you if you want on on social media or available on Twitter. Um uh, we'll we'll figure out how we'll uh send links. Maybe we'll do something like uh, uh something on GitHub or something where we have different links for this episode so that you can uh you know, learn more. Yeah, you know, learn more, yeah, exactly about actions and uh, quick links. But uh, this has been a lot of fun. So uh I think I think that's it. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, Mark. And we're two voice
1: devs. Two voice devs coming to you.